I'm Shreya. I'm Allie. And I'm Kiana. And welcome to our podcast, It's All By Design. A podcast where every episode we're going to tell you why something is the way that it is and how, you know, it's by design. And so let's start off with pop culture hour. Yeah, let's What's do it. What's happening today? Current events? Um, um, there, I feel like so much happened this week. What happened? I was gone on my work trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is Shreya watching? copious amounts of real housewives of beverly hills we finally got to season three and yolanda's made her entrance yeah she's said some insane things which i won't repeat yet because ali is yet to watch we're starting over yes that's okay we'll start from the beginning i'll watch it a million times i don't care same um what else happened we should I run a 5K today? Oh my god, please no. no, Run is like an overstatement. (laughs) I Uh, walked it and jogged it. And Kiana was like a mile ahead of me the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not true. It was like 10 paces ahead. The Hunger Games movie came out this week. Oh, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That came out? Yes, yeah, it did. It I came out. I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah, I've seen, I've so seen a much. lot. Oh, my God. This is something I'm interested in talking about. Did you guys see Hunter Shaver's dress? No, it was good. It was, was so flowers. good. The Not that one. That one, one was good, too. There were two days of premieres, I guess. Yeah. There was one where she dressed like Effie Trinket, kind of, with like the flowers and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was one day where she had this like silver dress. Oh. Oh my god, I have to show it to you. It was I honestly think it might be one of my like top favorite like red carpet looks. I love her. I'm happy for her. I feel like her career is like really taken off. Taken off. As if like being on Euphoria wasn't already taking off. Do you guys think Euphoria is coming back? Mm, Like like at this point. Maybe. Dude, can I say something about Euphoria? Every time I hear about it, like I like cringe at myself. Remember when we started watching Euphoria like two, three years ago? And I was like, I remember saying, I was like, I think this is like the best show that's ever existed. And like, I can't believe I said that because that's just not true. Okay, but I don't think that's that cringe. I think it's pretty good. Really? I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really well done. I think usually when i really get into a show i most of the time do say i think this yeah is this is the best ever. thing that's ever existed I don't think that's cringy at all oh my god do you think we're ever gonna say that about vanderpump rules no that is like objectively the best show it is. <laughs> objectively <laughs> objectively they deserve an oscars oscar even though i know it's a tv show they get emmys but they deserve an oscar they are emmy nominated aren't they yeah, yeah. they are for production oh they won it's for that, editing that production that. Yeah, that was... That Get was him an insane. award. Yes. <laughs> Get him a raise. Oh, but you know, the second it happened, Sheena Shea went right into her Instagram bio and said, <laughs> I mean, Emmy Award nominated. nominated. As if she did anything. Sheena's so funny. Dude, she's been posting videos of like her like twerking on Brock in like an empty club. What? And she captions it, mom and dad in Mexico. <laughs> Ew. Ew. It's a lot. It's Sheena. a lot. Summer Moon. Summer moon. <laughs> summer moon. Summer Moon Honey Davies. Oh, honey? Yeah, Summer Moon Honey. I didn't know about the honey. It well, just okay. Like the honey, the honey is not that not that much of her fault because that is Brock's It's someone's maiden name. Either Brock's okay, family's sure. maiden name or her mother's maiden name, but it's like, you know, like a family. Okay, sure. You know, real thing. But summer moon honey, like she didn't, she could have done like summer honey. She didn't yeah. have to add the moon in there if there was already going to be something crunchy. Summer's fine. Pretty. Moon Summer is moon not is a name. Really yeah, cool. exactly. 
That's really weird. It is wolf Sorry, Shana, if you ever hear this, we still love you and please reach out to us. Because we're good as gold. gold. Oh, um, 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 Sydney Sweeney. Oh, she's Madam Spider Web. Spider Woman. Oh, Ma- Madam Web. Madam Web. No. What do you guys think about what? That? Is it she's playing like a character called Madam Web? I thought. Oh, you didn't see? No, not really. All of the tweets. I saw something about Spider something, but not really. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Oh. And men are being absolutely disgusting. disgusting. Not surprised. Sexualizing her as always, but this one is really bad. Yeah. Like really, really bad. Oh, I do have something to say about um wait, let me confirm that it's Madame Webb. Um, yes, it is Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> Her name is Julia Carpenter in the movie. Um, sister of Sabrina Carpenter. I'm kidding. <laughs> um Oh, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. You remember mm-hmm. how there was like that whole like scandal? They're like yeah. promoting the their movie now because either it's like about to come out or it already did come out. And they're like like it's like I think we're past the age of this like fake flirtationship I for agree. like movie promo because I feel like people can see right through it and they're like on that kick right now and they're posting these like like the other day she like posted like her laying down on like a boat in her in a bikini and he's like on top of her with like his legs like sprawled Ew. around her like like he's like like straddling her yeah, straddling her and then he's like working out and she's like recording and he's working out shirtless on the boat and she's like recording him like doing like bicep curls and she's like haha like this is how we like work out on set or something oh like it's that. not a scene from the movie it's no like it's like behind serious. the scenes on our instagram yeah. wait so just let me get this straight this guy that she's she's having a flirtation with did she her engagement get called off no his did, his did hers didn't yeah so she is still engaged to, to be married guy. yeah i think post this video happening yeah like this is like been their whole like shtick for the past few weeks like this is how they're choosing to promote the movie that is so interesting well okay the only thing that does make sense to me then is it being pr because like there's no other reason why her fiance would probably be okay with it like if they both know it's like fake yeah then maybe he's fine with it that's true i mean i think it's it's obviously pr and that's why it's like it's like it's it's like it's just so fake. It's like, okay, like, either break up or, like, this is, Also, like, I just, like, I really have the ick for this movie, and I'm I'm definitely not watching it. Yeah, I, it's I just, like, doesn't seem good. I don't know like, a single person that's ever expressed interest in watching it. Yeah. Unless you do. No, no, I don't have any okay. interest as of yet. Um, okay, so, Shreya, what are we talking about today? Okay, today we will be chit-chatting about the origin of Walt Disney Company. Um, and all the screwed up stuff around it, because there is a lot, as we all know. So, obviously, I think we should start off with the man himself, Walt Elias Disney. Um, he was born Wait, in... Walt what? Elias Disney. Ew, okay. <laughs> also, Continue. He's, I was going to say, he's like an Indian man for having his dad's <laughs> first name as his middle name, but I feel like we shouldn't say that. Wait, like, Walt is, like, his actual first name? Walter. Yes, Walt. No? Oh, oh Walt. just Walt? I think it's just Walt. Just Walt. Yes, Walt. Walt Disney's full name is Walt Elias Disney. Oh, Walter. Oh. Okay. Anyway, yes, he is a December baby, which means he's a Sagittarius, but we do not claim him. Um, (laughs) And he died in 1966 from lung cancer, supposedly, but we will get to that later. He was pretty young. Yeah, he was very young. 67? I mean, 65. 65? He should have been in the club. That's our engineer. (laughs) So, Walt Disney. Um, he did have a really tough childhood. 
starting from the very beginning. Um, he had a very strict and abusive father, and he was the youngest of four boys. So his dad mm. never really considered Walt's drawing as like something that he could use to pay the bills, so he didn't take it seriously. Um, his dad was a Christian fundamentalist, and he would beat him regularly. Oh, my God. So this is kind of his origin story, his Joker origin story. <laughs> um, he would wake up his two youngest sons at 3.30 in the morning to deliver newspapers for the route that he owned before Walt would have to go to school. 3.30 mm-hmm. a.m.? So really tough, yeah. Um, and Walt then tried to go off to the military to escape his dad. I think he was 17 um, because they rejected him because he was a minor. Wow. Um, so I think a lot of these things can be seen through a lot of his work of like the child parent relationships that we see, especially in something like Peter Pan, where they show both the parents. Oh. Yeah, so he was tortured. Um, so then later in life, after um, he opened a studio and once it was starting to go into flames a little bit, which I'll get into later, he became an alcoholic and supposedly smoked 60 cigarettes a day. What? Um, And he would have a lot of, like, nervous breakdowns. So he would wash his hands every hour, is what I saw. Dude. That's, like, really compulsive behavior. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. OCD. He had a lot of problems. Um, And then one really brutal moment that I wanted to highlight is um, in 1938, he actually bought his parents a nice house because he wanted to move them from Oregon down to California once his bag started growing, of course. That's um, nice. Yeah, that's really nice, right? Yeah. But then, because of the inexperienced workers that he hired, they caused a carbon monoxide leak <gasps> in the heating system, which ultimately led to his mother's death. <gasps> oh, my God. He probably carried that guilt with him. For so sure. Oh, my goodness. It's Dude, this so guy. Rude. Wow. Yeah, so definitely had a tough life. And he a has tough some demons. Upbringing, yeah. yeah but I still don't think it justifies everything that he's done no of course not um okay so then going into his career and the founding of the walt disney company walt later also known as uncle walt worked (laughs) for a commercial ad animations company and then in 1921 he created laughogram animation studio in kansas city Mm -hmm. um but he eventually had to file bankruptcy for it in 1923 um but he was able to get into contact with a film distributor, which made him keep going. Um, and there was some promising talk, but nothing was really set in stone. He was still in Kansas City at this moment and kind of like closing the last company that he had. Yeah. Um, he then moved to L.A., Hollywood, where his brother Roy was recovering from TB. So wow. Roy's on the come up. Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my god you really scared me for a second i was like okay i what is tuberculosis it's um i don't is that the, is that know. the immigrant shot one like the yes. bob shot they, yeah like, the it's shot on their shoulder yeah mm. it's a uh, the the one that makes you like cough like a lot i think it's a virus or a bacterial infection um but it's not really like if TB was also that in the present. States, then why is it that we don't have to get... It's caused by it? bacteria. It's more common outside of the United States. Mm. I don't actually know why. So how'd they clear it out? Yeah. I think there's a TB vaccine. I think that's what... Um, oh. I also think it's like one of those sicknesses that uh, like got like weaker over time. Like mm. I think it's pretty rare oh, to like oh, die of oh. TB nowadays. Yeah. Um... Okay, anyway, yeah, Roy is recovering. Thank God. Go Roy. Yep. 
Um, and then Walt actually struck gold with one of his stories that he produced by Laughagram being Alice's Wonderland. Mm. So that was mm. the first hit. And remember that distributor that I mentioned? Yeah. The brothers made a deal with, get this, the first female film distributor ever, Margaret Winkler, to get six more films done under the series called The Alice Comedies. Nice. Another dub for women. She started Disney. She kicked things off. So... Wow. Girl power. So a woman was yeah. the creator. And of course she gets no credit, <laughs> no does credit, she? No credit, and he's a sexist, so. Oh, of course. Oh, great. <laughs> Incoming. Don't even worry. There's so, so much dirt, so much tea. Um, and then in order to produce the rest of the series, that's when the boys founded the Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio. Um, and the name wasn't changed until 1926, so three years after they were... Um, operating and mm-hmm. it was changed to the Walt Disney Studio. Interesting. Mm. And then of course Disney sympathizers like to say that this was at Roy's suggestion, but like as we know Walt Disney is definitely a narcissist and it probably was presented by him and like he definitely made his brother change it. No, to the yeah, Walt that's T for sure. Yeah, why would Roy be like, "You know what? We should change it to the Walt Disney Your company. name. So You're weird. my best brother." Um Walt was the creative of the company while Roy handled all the business. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, obviously couldn't have existed without Walt's yeah. creativity. Mm-hmm. But they were apparently also super competitive. And their creative team was called Walt's Boys. And then the financial sector was called Roy's Boys. Interesting. <laughs> um, but I also don't know, like, maybe it was Roy's idea because once Walt passed away, Roy pushed his retirement plans to oversee the construction of Disney World, and then later he took it upon himself to change the name to the Walt Disney World. Interesting. So maybe he just like really did like yeah. his brother. I don't know. <laughs> I like. I wonder why it was like a family o- affair because I feel like based on what you said about like his dad not really taking his like drawing seriously, mm-hmm. like I feel like the other brothers would have been like deterred to like support it. But I guess if he's getting attention for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they want to hop on the train. And I mean, I don't think he had like the business mind and I think That's true. Like Roy probably did see that in him. Yeah. And once they got the distributor, he was probably like, oh shit, like I need to hop yeah. on this. Yeah. It's also crazy that like Disney is like actually their name. Because in it's my so like weird. lifetime it's always just been like this like noun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Like I can't believe that was just their last name. Like yeah. imagine yeah. if their last name had been something terrible. Yeah. Disney is such a good last name. It's honestly. a good one. Do you know it, like where they're from? Um, he's German and Scottish. So it's just like a European yeah. last name. But then after the Alice comedies were a success, Disney released one other series around Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. I've never heard of that. I don't know I've never heard of that either. Yeah. yeah. And then he started working on his by far most famous cartoon character, Mickey Mouse which was released in 1928. And then, of course, the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. 1928. Yeah. So only five years after they started operating. Wow. Oh, yeah, because the Disney 100 is like a whole big thing this year. I think this year is is their 100 anniversary, maybe. Yeah, it is. Um, They made a bunch of um, Funko Pops for like Lizzie McGuire and like Hannah Montana and stuff for like the Disney 100. So I didn't see that. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to get one. Did I give you my Ron Weasley one? No? You have a Ron Weasley Funko Pop? Yeah. <laughs> you gave it to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> for my new Funko Pop. <laughs> 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 That's 
<laughs> As you know, we love Government to use full names, names here. <laughs> Anyone okay but our own names. <laughs> you can bleep that out. <laughs> Don't put that in there. He's going to get such a big head. It. No, oh. I think it's so funny if you bleep it. Like, bleep <laughs> and bleep oh. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. That's so funny. <laughs> That's cool. Also, there's like no shot in hell that he's gonna listen to this. No way. Like. Okay, what is next to talk about <laughs> is DEI, diversity and inclusion. Wonderful. So issues that Walty Boy had, heteronormativity, racism. <laughs> That's it? Anything else? Anti-Semitism, sexism. No. He didn't pay his people. Another and just one. some weird shit all around. <laughs> so let's get into it. Let's let's hear. So heteronormativity to start with. Um, for those of you that don't know, heteronormativity is the idea that being straight is normal, while being of any other sexuality is abnormal or against the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, every single princess movie, of course, that we know, revolves around the girl yearning for her man mm-hmm. to come save her and sweep her up, and she's just a little damsel in distress. And that's that. Um, and another super weird thing, if you think about it, is like consent kind of just really isn't a thing mm-hmm. in the world of Disney. Yeah. Um, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White were both woken up when they're fast asleep <laughs> by their respective men that they've never met before. <laughs> what and do you mean? They're their true love. <laughs> yeah. That's th- so like that's not funny. a true love's kiss. Like that's just harassment. <laughs> That's so weird. That is a little weird, yeah. Yeah. Think about it like that. Um, Also, if anyone has any criticisms towards this, like, of course, Walt himself didn't, like, come up with these stories, and he created adaptations from old folk tales, Mm -hmm. usually from the Brothers Grimm. Sorry, I almost said Brothers Grimm. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, if you're such a creative, maybe you should consider that some things are going to be really harmful in children's stories and that you shouldn't, like, productionize it. Um, is that a word? Romanticize. Romanticize. Yeah. Productize. Produce. (laughs) Produce. It's, (laughs) um, and the original story of Sleeping Beauty, trigger warning, sexual assault, um, is that the king rapes her and (gasps) impregnates her and then he wakes her up to marry her and he like forces her to do that. So then he takes his story and he's like, oh, let's like make this beautiful, enchanting story for little girls out of this. Yeah. And like instead of all of that, like he kisses her. But it's still like a forcible kiss. Yeah. No, that doesn't change anything. That doesn't just like make it all better. Yeah. Um, And then the next issue. Okay. I have a like a like a discussion point for this. Okay. So like if these like folk tales and these this like folklore exists in history, isn't it better to kind of like obviously like in the time period where he was making this stuff like these things weren't super like apparent in society and like consent and non-consent like it wasn't perfectly pc Mm -hmm. but isn't it better that he kind of took away a lot of the violence and like really popularized like the really like family friendly like pg version no no that's that's good for sure but i just feel like if you're going to make this kind of story and market it specifically towards children Mm -hmm. then like you have to remember that children are impressionable and this probably gave a lot of like little boys the idea that they could just like go up to girls and like kiss them without even like having to worry about like yeah i don't know if you it, know like, actively did but like not yeah not actively like, but somewhere in there it's just it makes it kind of okay 
Yeah. And like pe- people always say they like have like romanticized this like fairy tale idea of romance. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it doesn't mm-hmm. really exist. And then they just like are able to spin anything in the name of love and make it okay. Yeah, that's exactly. That's, it's not okay. The next big issue is racism. Dun, dun, dun. Who's the fairest <laughs> of them all? Ah. Because fair skin, colorism. Yep. And white skin, white supremacism are the best and the most admirable according to our Walty boy. Mm. Yep. Um, of course. Of course, I think the biggest issue here is when it comes to indigenous people who are just completely slandered Dude. in so mm-hmm. many Disney God, movies. It's it is so, so bad. bad. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan. Um, there are scenes with indigenous people talking in straight gibberish. They didn't even... I remember like, yeah, that. They didn't like maybe research the language. They just added gibberish um, and smoked a ton of tobacco which mm-hmm. is just like really stereotypical and like weird to add for mm-hmm. only the indigenous people to be like doing that. Oh my god! Yeah, and like again, this is for children. There's no reason to include that at all. Yeah. Like that's just kind of yeah. going out of your way to enforce a stereotype. Exactly. Yeah, that, so like, so oh, true. these people are bad, and you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And like, look at the pretty white people who like don't do anything bad, and they're so pure. <laughs> that's um, ridiculous. And then another really, really big one is the original Dumbo. Oh, God. Yeah. What's wrong with it? So they managed to personify racism through the crows um, who would basically talk and act like the stereotypical uh, black Americans. And the absolute worst part is that their leader was voiced by a white actor. <gasps> Oof. And the name was Jim Crow. Oh, my That's God. Really Jim Crow. Which is when did Dumbo why come would they out? do that? that ha- I think that was it was like the 30s. 30 something? 1940 something? It's a pretty old one. It is an old one. 1941. Oh. Yeah, because it's right after Snow White. In the middle of World War II. <laughs> yeah. Chat. Okay. Huh? Chat. Chat. Chat GPT? <laughs> That's weird. It's so weird. Okay, like, I feel like like these like teenagers that are talking about Chat GPT, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, they know, but they don't, like, know, you know? I don't know what you mean. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Okay, what I mean is like um, the same way that to us like a computer is just like super commonplace. It's like not that novel of an idea. Mm-hmm. To them, chat GPT is like, Oh, you're saying they don't get how crazy it is. Yeah, they don't yeah, get how crazy yeah. it is. And I don't. I think they also just think that it's like, like God's word. That's true. A lot of, I feel like Gen Zs don't really like fact check stuff so they just like kind of see stuff and assume it's true yeah and so if chat gpt tells them something they're just gonna like listen to it yeah instead of being like i like chat gpt has been wrong a lot like sometimes i ask it questions for like programming and it'll tell me something and i'll be like oh well i just did that and it didn't make any sense like it didn't work and they're like oh yeah like i'm not gen z or i'm trusting it oh no dude you gotta (laughs) fact check sometimes yeah sometimes i'll ask it to like replace a word in a sentence like i'll be like oh can you say this using like the sentence using this word and it literally will just throw it in the middle of the sentence like without even like actually checking if the sentence makes sense so sometimes it doesn't like process things like the best way a lot of the time when i ask it to write code it'll like write portions of code that like don't do anything like it'll like instantiate a variable that's never used it'll like do like a random calculation that's like never like that number is just never used like it's like you can tell a computer did it yeah yeah i agree it's definitely really helpful it's like a good starting point 
Um, but like in AI, because like every the way that it does it is like every word is has like a weight, mm-hmm. and then some words have heavier weights. So then in the algorithms, they'll push it through. Yeah. Mm. Try to form sentences through that. Yeah. Um, and then it like flips it and does like the same thing on the other end. But then a lot of the times it'll like weigh some words heavier than others, mm. even though they don't have as much weight. Interesting. So like it'll like swap them. That's pretty cool. It's like. Yeah. It's kind of cool that, like, it seems like it's thinking and it works pretty well, but it's really just, like, following patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, like, trained and, like, yeah. machine learned. It doesn't, it's, I mean, yeah, it obviously it doesn't operate. It's just, like, if this, then this. If not, then, like, that. It's just a bunch of if statements. Yeah. It's transformers. Yeah. It's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Tech. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> buzz, buzz. Relate. Woo! <laughs> Um, okay, so, yeah, crows. yes, original Dumbo, there's also a musical number in the movie called The Song of the Roustabouts, which showed black Americans singing lyrics like, we work all day, we work all night, we never learned to read or write, <gasps> and oh my God. we slave until we're almost dead, and keep on working, stop that shirking, grab that rope, you hairy ape. Oh my <gasps> God. you can like like feel the hatred in those I know I feel like that like needs to be bleeped like disgusting. I feel bad for saying that. yeah and how far away was this from like the Civil War and like slavery in America well so this movie was in like the 40s right this was in yeah. the 40s and yeah. when was the Civil War I believe it was in 1965 1965 18 18 yeah so like enough time has passed for a society to have been like oh this was like a really bad thing that happened yeah, yeah yeah but like i don't know i feel like in the 1900s especially like they just like they they weren't like thinking critically about anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like they had just been able to like not even they like i feel like in the 40s was finally when they were able to like have like lives that weren't centered around like just constant work Mm -hmm. like they had like disposable income especially coming out of the great depression like people are finally starting to like find some stability in their life, mostly because of World War Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so like now there's just like all this like entertainment that they can consume. Mm-hmm. Also, there was just a lot of hatred in general. And yeah. Like, this was like an outlet for white people to express that. Exactly. Because this was um before like the big civil rights movement. Yeah. Like decades. America before. was heavily segregated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's a Jim Crow America. Yeah. Jim Crow. That's why they thought it was like, OK. Yeah. Um, and then moving forward, this number is also really similar to the infamous and probably Disney's most controversial movie, The Song of the South. Do you guys know what that is? No, no. I feel like I've heard of it. You probably have, and you've probably seen clips from it. Um, Disney also chose not to put this up on Disney Plus, and for very good reason. Uh, also, the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, I think mm-hmm. it's Iger. Um, stated that it's just not appropriate in today's world. I feel like it's it was never appropriate. Yeah, yeah. probably. That's a weird quote by him. But um, it's about a white boy who becomes friends with an older black man who works on a plantation, and it's set in the Reconstruction era of the South post-Civil mm-hmm. War. Um, and I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it really romanticizes plantation life and is, like, nostalgic 
uh, yeah. towards like slavery like that point Oof. in history yeah and it's calling like the slavery days like the good old days <gasps> just super super weird oh my god um, and the the movie won an oscar what yeah. and the lead actor his name was james baskin he was an african-american man he won an honorary award but he couldn't even attend the premiere um because it was in atlanta which was still a segregated city oh my, oh my gosh really brutal like um, don't they think that like if they have an award then they realize that like the person who got the award like, like can't even like yeah. get it like maybe there's an issue somewhere exactly i mean yeah but it's like white people giving him this award like in their minds it's just like ugh, like get out of here they probably so were gross. like he should be grateful he even got an award oh 100%. yeah he was even allowed to like yeah. be in the movie like, or whatever gave him such a great opportunity yeah exactly yeah. So um and there was a Disneyland ride, Splash Mountain. Oh. Have you heard of oh, it? Oh, yeah. Splash I've Mountain? Mm-hmm. Splash I've been on Splash Mountain. In Disneyland? You've been to Disneyland? Oh, Disney World. Oh, did, um, do they have that there? I don't know. They used to. Oh. Interesting. Um, well, it was inspired by this movie, but it's been closed, effective since January 23rd, 2023, so this year. Um, and they're now changing it to Tiana's Bayou Adventures, based off of their only black princess okay so finally she's getting some recognition Recogni- yeah. recognition <laughs> <Take that out. laughs> she's getting great recognition. recognition um okay so do you guys think that it's good or bad for disney to pretend that this movie doesn't exist i think if it's like this like they're calling the slavery era like the good old days then yeah. like that doesn't need to be platformed at all i agree i agree usually i like more i'm on the side of like you need to make sure that like you're saying what you've done wrong yeah. and you're not just like pretending like everything has been great and like normal and amazing forever but i do think in this case like there's not really there's not really any pros or like benefits for people seeing this content yeah yeah exactly like, and i think just... like the movie itself was erasure of like how bad yeah was yeah, yeah like that's it's true not for like sure the story was something else and yeah. then like it they just had this like little bit in it like it's like the whole thing was just yeah. like disgusting racism so yeah and i think i mean i'm happy that tiana got something because yeah. i love that movie so much oh it's that's a good fire one movie. and i think that would be a really fun ride that's super cool yeah. Kiana, didn't we watch it for English? Yeah, we did our english class yeah what of animation yeah patrick ellis government name <laughs> A really bad, obvious one that we all are aware of is Pocahontas. Oh my god. Don't even get me started on Pocahontas. I didn't go too in depth on this one because it's just the entire movie series just portrays indigenous people to be less civilized than Mm -hmm. Europeans. They call them savages, savages, right? Savages. They're they like tell her to come down from the trees for her white man. It's so bad. It's so bad. And also, I think I was, like, telling Allie this the other day. Like, in the beginning of Pocahontas, they, like, present the English people that are coming over as, like, the villains of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, the, like, indigenous tribe. Like, they're, like, the heroes and they're strong and they're all capable and all this. Yet, somehow, at the end, the white people are the saviors. They save them. They show them the way. They fix it, and then they live in, like, perfect harmony. And, like, she falls in love with whatever his name was, John Smith or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it's, like, how did you twist it that bad? Like, it's so... It's, like, the same thing as Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, Yeah. yeah, literally. Which is also crazy that they had us, like, literally in school. I don't know if they did this to you guys, but they would have us dress up as, like... Native Americans mm-hmm. and like the pilgrims or the cowboys or like whatever was going on 
and like sing songs and be like now we're all best friends and everything is so great yeah and we're all just like eating corn together um i also just this isn't like movie related but i added it in because i thought it was very strange but there's reports that walt disney himself sacked an indian employee because he looked black oh my (gasps) god like this is alleged that's that's horrible on in every way that you look at that that's terrible terrible next issue on the docket is anti-semitism so he supported and i think he might have been vice president at some point as well Mm -hmm. um of the motion picture alliance for the preservation of american ideals oh that just sounds bad they are known for their anti-semitic anti-semitic beliefs and then in three little pigs the big bad wolf was mm-hmm. portrayed as a Jewish peddler. Are you serious? In the original oh version. God. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that scene was later reanimated, but he, they they didn't even try like at all. Yeah. There's no like nuance or like subtlety yeah, like covered up. Like, up. like he's just patron. a straight up Nazi. <laughs> yeah, it's like blatant racism. Yes. That's so and bad. Then, yeah, and then there's lots of reports like even from his publicist that he allegedly couldn't stand Jewish people, especially from New York, too. <laughs> like, he what? made sure to make it clear. But I also, I know that um, there's, like, a lot of reports of where he'll, like, make anyone who's, like, a villain or, like, a character have, like, stereotypical Jewish features, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. many times. Um, next up is sexism. Woo! No. Boo. Oh, boo. Boo. Big boo. Kiana, whose side are you on today? No, I, I just, like, every time, like, you introduce it, I'm just like, yeah, like, <laughs> let's go. Um, yeah, he was a sexist. <laughs> um, there's many, many reports. Also, I don't even want to say this as reports because it's very true that Disney would try to keep women in low-ranking positions. Oh, my God. Not surprised. Yeah. Female employees worked as anchors for the animation of Snow White. And that's the line artist position um, that actually, like, adds the solid lines and, like, the details after the first phase of, like, the pencil drawings. Mm -hmm. Um, And they reportedly would work for over 80 hours a (gasps) week. And they were paid, like, nothing. Like, maybe $20. That's so bad. Um, There was one infamous letter of rejection that he sent to a woman Um, You can find it online if you want to read through the whole thing. But the beginning part of it reads, Women do not do any of the creative work in connection with preparing the cartoons for the screen, as that work is performed entirely by young men. And you know what? You can tell it's it's performed by young men because they clearly have no idea what women actually look like in real life. Yeah, literally. Because all of these, like, women and princesses and, like, all these characters, like, don't look realistic at all. At all. They have, like, the tiniest waists. They literally, the like, anatomically, like, do not make sense. Yeah. yeah. And then they wonder why, like, society has that, yeah. like, norm and why, like, women feel like they need to have those kinds of bodies. Yeah. yeah. Like, as a child, that's what I was looking at and thinking, like, oh, like, this is what women look like. Yeah. Like, this is just the Did way they look. Mrs. Incredible? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elastigirl. Elastigirl. <laughs> Elastigirl. Um, I think Jasmine. Like eh, Jasmine, don't give me mm-hmm. on Jasmine. But I think this is interesting because I think this is something that the Barbie movie did a good job at, like, making satirical because like the company of barbie the woman is like the um secretary and yeah. then, like the whole exec board is just like a bunch of men, in men. Suits. yeah mm-hmm. it's funny mm-hmm. that's probably exactly what like the disney office looked like yeah 100 I mean, yes yeah. um and it's extremely annoying because does he not remember his roots yeah. margaret mj winkler she exactly. literally is the one that kick-started him um wow. and just 
No, I'm she sure he doesn't care at all. No, I've yeah, literally no never credit. even heard of her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and Meryl Streep actually also referred to this quote in her speech um, at the National Board of Review Awards just to blast him. And she called him a sexist, sexist and anti-Semitist. Good. Meryl Streep, queen. Yeah. Oh, and we already discussed the damsel in distress princess trope yeah but i also want to bring up a really bad one here which is beauty and the beast because mm-hmm. like what is that no it's stockholm syndrome it's like kind of bestiality yeah, yeah. like it's pretty weird there's just a lot of it. weird stuff going on <laughs> and then like the original folklore version like it's like folklore evermore <laughs> midnight actually like stockholm syndrome like I he mean, actually kidnaps her and stuff so who's coming up with these folklores we need to talk to the sea brothers Grimm. dude the brothers Grimm were some creepy creepy men yeah they're really weird when they had some weird stuff going on in their Grimm. head <laughs> 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 all right anyways <laughs> <laughs> moving on um, i was gonna say something oh like i like beauty and the bees i like the little dancing teacups but yeah like if you look at it from like a bird's eye view, it's very bizarre. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like if you like tried to explain any of these movies to like like an alien, like someone who came from a different universe and had never heard of like princess movies, and you tried to explain like literally the plot of one of these movies, they would stare at you like an insane person. That's so weird. Also, what is the beast? Like what what beast is he? Beast. Do we know. This is the beast variety. Beast. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm deeply unfunny today. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody has their often. He gives yeah. he gives like some like Minotaur vibes, in my opinion. Is a Minotaur a real thing? No, no. no. Oh, yeah. All right. Next up in the fucked up shit is Walt Disney would not pay his employees. No. Um, we kind of alluded to this when talking about like the female employees and stuff, but this was just around the entire company. Um, in 1941, Disney animators actually went on strike because of how Walt treated them on the work of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, this was kind of like their tipping point, and it was the studio's first feature-length animated film. Mm-hmm. This is the movie where the women were working over 80 hours a week for. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, so in its first year, Snow White made $8 million dollars. Which was more than any That's film. That's so much it. back then. Yeah, exactly. And oh to God. date, it's made four hundred and eighteen million dollars. <gasps> wow. Um, like I said earlier, animators were worked to the bone on this piece, mm-hmm. and instead of paying his employees out, he chose to invest in a new corporate building in Burbank. From the are you side. serious? Yeah. So the strikers posted up signs like "Are we mice or men?" and Snow White mm. and her 700 drawers, which I think is really That's bars. Very good, yeah. Um, and Walt just ended up vilifying the strikers and fired Art Babbitt, mm-hmm. who, was the one, who was one of the biggest contributors to Snow White and the characters of Donald Duck and Goofy, oh my who were, God. like, some of the biggest characters. Yeah, that, those are, like, really iconic yeah, yeah. characters. So that was, like, kind of a tipping point for all the strikers, too. So a lot of the employees left at that point. It's also really unfortunate that, like, what, this happened in, like, almost 100 years ago? Like, we just had a strike because the same thing exactly, is still happening yeah. to, like, yep. workers this was, in this yeah, industry yep. now. And the CEO of Disney was a big reason that strike went on for so long. Oh, really? he refused to 
have like higher payout for the um of course actors and the writers this is what makes me so freaking mad because our whole lives all we get drilled into in school and stuff is like we're learning history so like our mistakes don't repeat themselves like that's the whole point of learning history that's why we're doing this and then time and time again like i mean in other things as well but this keeps happening where they Mm -hmm. just like keep repeating the same mistakes over again and they keep saying sorry instead of actually looking and being like you know this happened before let's not let this happen again it's because the actual system doesn't change yeah exactly corporations are going to continue to be dirty and greedy Mm -hmm. and they're going to capitalize everything yeah exactly i hate capitalism Um, and then disney just started throwing around the word communist oh my god (laughs) of course they did yeah and anyone that would like go against him was a communist to him (laughs) All of his workers that defied him. <sighs> Those damn commies. Yep, exactly. And then um, eventually, because it got so out of hand, um, the strikers just kept going and the government had to step in with federal arbitration. And Disney had to increase pay, provide back pay, and allow sick leave because that oh, wasn't God really forbid. that much of a thing before. Yeah. And he had to bring back big guy Babbitt. So he's back. Oh. Let's go. Yes. Party. Mr. Babbitt. And then one, like, funny, weird quirk that I wanted to add in was that he thought facial hair wasn't wholesome. Oh, my God. Um, So he banned beards and mustaches across all of the workers at Disneyland. But he himself was, like, well known for her stash. Apparently, Ron DeSantis. No. I just saw that. Yeah. Um, he has like a personal vendetta against Walt Disney World. He thinks Disney's like the land of the gays. Yeah, he thinks this corporation is like super woke. (laughs) <laughs> okay and his favorite insult to u- use against it is like the corporation is like wokeness Do, isn't ron DeSantis? what is he he's don't f- say gay yeah but he's florida governor florida, yes yeah. does he, he realize disney. that without disney florida would be literally like nothing nothing like they're no, of course he doesn't money. he thinks florida's probably the best place on the planet like yeah they have the beaches but like disney world is like a considerable oh, yeah part of their economy no it's definitely a really large part and then are we ready for the last little bit conspiracy <gasps> is theory it conspiracy hour? theory hour oh my God. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite time. hour of the week um, actually for me every hour is conspiracy theory hour. <laughs> but this time no one's gonna, gonna be mad at me about it we don't want ali to lose it <laughs> okay let's hear it um okay so of course the first one is like this most obvious one which i think everyone is aware of which is that he was frozen and that his body is stored in a chamber underneath Disneyland's Pirate of the Caribbean ride. Oh, oh, so it's <laughs> it's in like Davy Jones' locker. Like, what is this? Something like that. Um, but there is two biographies that claim that Walt expressed an interest in cryogenics before his death, and that he wanted to have himself frozen in a cryonic chamber okay. with liquid nitrogen before he died. So is the but, assumption that he would like us to bring him back or well, is he I, just I, like on standby yeah, like what's going on Disney like the re-rise of Disney and like his family also conducted a private funeral so and they cremated him Oh so, so there's there's, like no, there's no proof. proof there's no grave site or anything but um, it's been debunked because after his death there I mean there were radio announcements so obviously it can be untrue 
but it was told that his ashes were like spread in Glendale. <laughs> okay, it could be literally anyone's ashes. Yeah. How are we? How are we supposed to believe yeah, like that? Yeah, like DNA tested. Okay, can I say two things? One, I think if you were frozen with liquid nitrogen, that would destroy your tissues. No, like it's incredibly cold. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. You're the scientist. Yeah, you tell know. us. <laughs> I think. I think like that's why. Like when you handle liquid nitrogen, you very you wear very thick. Cloth. Oh, it does. It like burns you, right? Yeah. yeah like yeah. it's like so cold that it burns you. So I don't know if his tissue would be able to be stored uh, viably, but I mean, maybe I don't know enough about cryogenics. Second thing is like, okay, if they did freeze him to bring him back, why on earth would they hide him under a ride? I don't know. Just like, like the maybe I- a more because nobody would check it. there. Exactly. Checking, like if the ride burns down, you're screwed. Yeah. Also, this is the <laughs> same ride, which like this is an unknown fact. They used real human skeletons for yeah there's the a lot of ride. really like weird stuff going on yeah. around the pirates of caribbean yeah. right i know and that then once they weird. made fake skeleton bones that looked even more real is what they said than the real ones they <laughs> took out all the real ones and they replaced them so none of them are real anymore except there's like another conspiracy theory that one of them is still real and that's like the one that greets you like oh the like the like the anim and what are they called animatronics yeah, yeah. <gasps> Oh, that's creepy. I like that's that really one. <laughs> I I Should think that's that's kind of fun. I like that one. I, I do think that I personally could believe that he is frozen. Um, Not that I think it worked. Like you said, like, I feel like there's probably no way that like that can actually be revived. But I do believe that he was so narcissistic that he believed that it would work. You know, like yeah. he was like, they will need me later. Yeah, yeah. If anything, I don't know if like maybe he was frozen because he was so narcissistic that he was like there was like something like different about his dna or something so mm. for science they could like eventually use him or maybe they were he was like oh like later when they do figure it out they'll unfreeze me like they'll yeah. they'll want me so bad later that they're gonna like like i maybe i don't know how it works now but in the future they'll have made technology to figure it out yeah his dna it wasn't dna it was usa <laughs> Um, <laughs> I also think I also think that this like obsession with like cryogenics and being like frozen and coming back in the next time is I think a good portion of his life what took place in a time period where sci-fi was like really taking mm-hmm. off. Like, we oh yeah, episode. that is true. And like I think he just like fell pretty deep into that rabbit hole because they were like, oh my god, like that is the future. Like he we probably are thinks have, he's like, like a superhero. All right, the next and final one. Only excited. one more um, is that he is an illegitimate son, so a bastard of, um, or maybe not even the child of Elias and Flora Disney at all. Mm. Oh, so first of all, um, this one was weird, but he doesn't have a birth certificate. I think. Like, okay, I feel like a lot of like my older family probably doesn't yeah. either. Um, and then I saw in one website that he found his birth certificate later in life. Oh, and so it said hidden. that it was 10 years older than he actually was. But mm. I saw on more sites that he just didn't have one at all. Mm. And, I, and people say that it's because in the state of Illinois at the time, because he's from Chicago, they just like didn't require one, which could obviously be true. Yeah. Like, I don't think my grandparents honestly even have a birth certificate. Yeah. No, same. We don't even know when my grandparents like real birthdays are. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We have like a set date that like we decided is both of their birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. We collab Their birthday <laughs> is on August 17th. <laughs> Why is it so close to yours? I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm assuming they picked their birthday before I was born. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. I think the only reason why like my 
older family knows their birthdays is because astrology has always been so big. And oh, oh that's yeah, true. that's like, true. Like, they need to know the date and time. Yeah. Um, Even for like arranged marriages purposes. Oh, yeah, yeah. For bio data. <laughs> yeah, bio data. Yeah. Is there any other, is there like evidence for There's it? There's a lot more. Okay, okay. Okay. So number one is he doesn't have a birth certificate. Okay. And then number two, the Guardian likes to call it the Spanish connection. Mm, um, so okay. So the theory that he's actually from Spain. Um, so rumors are that he was born out of wedlock in Mojacar, Spain, and to a young Spanish woman that was secretly, and then he was secretly adopted mm. by Elias and Flora Disney. So these early rumors then evolved to the conspiracy that he was their bastard son, who was the result of an affair that Elias had on a trip to Mohacker. Mm. Um, and this started because in 1940, there was a Spanish magazine that questioned this first, and they said that there was a letter sent from the United States to the priest of Mohacker, um, a church there, mm-hmm. asking for the birth certificate for Jose Zamora, who was baptized in Guazamara in 1901. Hmm. So someone from the United States sent a letter yeah. saying, I need this birth certificate. Okay. And it's the same year that he was born. And the letter was signed by Walt Disney. <laughs> what? Yeah. So he requested the birth certificate yes. of this like random person. Yes. And then a few weeks after that certificate was sent, he got married in a Catholic church. Wow. So, so what do you so think that like means? He needed that documentation. To oh, get oh, I see. I see. And then he finally like actually got reached it. out to get it back so that he can get married. Oh wow, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. And then also, there's a bar that overlooks the Mediterranean Sea in the city in Spain, um, and there's a picture up of three men on vacation there, and two of the men just happen to look exactly like Walt, and the third is of this like thin-lipped guy that looks nothing like him, mm-hmm. and the owner of the bar. Um, he always has his visitors guess which one is Walt Disney's father, and they always guess wrong because supposedly it's that like thin-lipped guy that yeah. looks nothing like Walt, and that's like Elias Disney. So oh. the other two men look exactly like him. So his his dad was in the city. Yes. Okay, so but, confirmed. But that's one, not his kid. Wait, but, but but if he doesn't look like him, that's why people are saying that. Um, one of those other oh, men the are his actual... That's yeah, what I'm saying. So he brought the kid back father. with him or something. Mm. Yeah. So no, I believe it. one way it. or another, in, this, in these like theories, he would be like a bastard son. Well, does he look like his brothers? He does. So, so that kind of... Like, no, that kind of kills it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that doesn't mean that his mother can't be his mother. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they could all have the same mom. Yeah, yeah but okay, then they all have like, to have the same like father, too, if they all look kind of similar. Mm. What if they just like really look... Like I, mean, I don't know. Okay, I like really badly want to believe this. So <laughs> I don't know. I think the only part of this conspiracy theory that has like a tiny bit of merit is this birth certificate thing, the Jose Zamora. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Let us know if you have any thoughts on any of the conspiracies. Yeah. Yes, and check us out on our Instagram and our TikTok, and let us know if there's anything that you guys want to hear about, and also. Um, free Palestine. Free Palestine. Yeah. Good night. I agree. Good night. All right. Sweet bye dreams. Bye. Bye.